Hi, and welcome to this Expert Insights audio CD. I'm Donna Hansen from Prime Solutions Training and Consulting. Our Expert Insights CD series is designed to give human resources and learning and development professionals access to the latest trends, ideas, philosophies, and approaches that impact on how organisations manage, retain, engage, and recruit staff. We know that HR and L&D roles are all-encompassing and that it's often hard to find the time to step outside your world and explore what's happening in other organisations. Prime's Expert Insights CDs are designed to provide you with concise information on topics relevant to you on a regular basis in a format that maximises your time and keeps you up to date with current trends. In this month's Expert Insights CD, we talk with Donna Sargent, who is the founder and managing director of Wellbeing to You Proprietary Limited, which incorporates a workplace massage business, Massage to You. Donna's passion for healing clients took her to the corporate world, where in 2008, Massage to You became an established provider of workplace massage. Massage to You has provided stress relief in the form of massage for clients such as KPMG, ANZ Bank, BT, Swiss Corp, Sally's, Yates, Nestle, RACQ and Virgin Australia just to name a few. Today Donna is sharing with us five reasons why massage should be part of your corporate wellness strategy. Welcome Donna. Sounds funny saying Donna and Donna but I'm sure we'll get used to that. Um, why don't you start out by telling us how you came about or how you came to be a massage therapist? Well, um, I'd actually taken a four-year break from the workforce to be with my son, who at the time was very young, um, and I knew I wanted to do something different from my previous work, which had been really around the roles of marketing and recruitment. Um, and whilst I enjoyed aspects of that work, I was looking for something that I could really um, be passionately connected with, and I'd always had a passion for business as well. So um, I did a very casual but thorough course with a remedial massage therapist locally at the time um, and he allowed me to work alongside him in his clinic while I continued to do further studies um, that were aligned with the national standards. So it was a 12-week full body massage course um, that I started with um, and my therapist was Stephen Samet and he's still operating his business today and it was designed as an introduction and it was a na not a nationally recognised course so I went on to finish my diploma in remedial massage at the Australian College of Tactile Therapies which is a recognised training organisation which I completed in 2001. I really enjoyed giving massages and receiving such positive feedback from clients just encouraged me um, and while I, was, uh, while I was at college in Adelaide, the director of the college, uh, Peter Farnsworth, actually came out into the corridor one day and he said to me, mobile massage is a huge industry and, um, and no one's doing it. So it was like a light bulb went off at the time and that was on a Saturday and on the Monday I registered Adelaide Mobile Massage, which I was the founder for, and I haven't looked back since. I had um, for many years thought about being in business, as I said, but I wasn't in a financial situation to start anything, so... The mobile massage industry was sort of perfect for me at that time. Okay, so Donna, what are the five reasons why every workplace should have massage in their corporate wellness program? Okay, well, the, the main reasons, Donna, relate to um, the HR topic of you know, productivity. So massage increases productivity, uh, decreases stress, uh, can reduce the number of sick days because staff will come to work specifically for a massage. That's been proven. Um, reduce the risk of strain and sprain injuries because the work that we do is targeted into the areas where people are um, using the same muscle groups repetitively. 
and it also provides valuable education about ergonomics. That's also part part of what we do, and that that's something that's preventative as well. I think you know they're all really important things, and obviously impact a lot on um, you know retention and engagement of staff. Certainly, um, you know it's a very stressful workplace, or more stressful workplace now than what we had even I guess sort of five years ago with the the increase in uh, technology usage and you know uh, uh, workforces downsizing and restructuring and everything. There's so much more stress on people than there probably has been in the past. So um, looking forward to exploring this. So let, let's have a chat about the first one, which was increased productivity. What can you tell us about that? Well, there, has, there have been some surveys done through um, a couple of different massage associations, one here in Australia and one overseas. Um, and so, some of the stats that have come back, Donna, is like one of the surveys um, was with a group of people who received a 10-minute massage once a week. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they recorded was that there was a decrease in the incidence of lack of productivity by 27% of the staff who received the 10-minute massage. So does That's, that mean their productivity increased as a result of the massage or um, there just wasn't a decrease in their productivity? Yeah, the, sort of that the incidence of lack of productivity was what was the question, how the question was actually asked. So, so the incidence of lack of productivity wasn't there, do you know what I mean? So their productivity increased because there wasn't a lack of productivity. So, yeah. And so the other thing is that staff actually look forward to the massage, Donna. You know, it's it's something that um, not only does it have the therapeutic benefits of making a difference to things like, as I said, strain and sprain injuries and and those things that are definitely something that needs to be considered in terms of workplace health and prevention, but it's just the fact that people have got something to look forward to. We live in a culture today where people uh, don't have a lot of, um, I guess, touch or closeness in their life and it's just it's another way of providing that and, I guess, softening an environment that sometimes can be quite structured and harsh. Yeah, look, I, I know that um, I go for massages very regularly and I think working on a computer, and I, we, I know we're going to talk about ergonomics later on, but by the time I get towards the end of the week, I've been so focused and, and you don't really think about it. You just sort of almost like hunched over the computer and, and before you know it, you get up at, you know, two or three clock and your shoulders are all stiff and you just feel so tired and exhausted it's like the the computer sucks so much life out of you and I know that when I go for a massage it it just really gives you a a boost and and I guess it moves around a whole lot of uh, endorphins and things in your body would that be right? Yes, that's correct, Donna. It, it just encourages sort of the blood flow sort of into the, into the various areas where you've been sitting stationary for a long period of time. So it encourages blood flow, um, can also make you feel quite more alive, you know what I mean? It just gives you that, that feeling of, oh, my God, that didn't realise how tight I was in my shoulders and neck. That's quite often a response we get when we massage people. It's, oh, I didn't just didn't realise how sore I was until I received my massage. And then when, when they get up off from their massage and they can move their head and neck in a way they couldn't, 10 minutes earlier and they just the difference is amazing you know the difference they feel after just a 10 minute massage is just they're, they're just clearer in their heads they're clearer they're more able to think mm-hmm. um, and they and there's less tension and, and strain in the body so I, I'm guessing that you're, you, you and your team are the sort of people that when people see you in the workplace, obviously I'm imagining you'd be identifiable by some sort of uniform um, that uh, people are actually, you know, wanting to almost run up and hug you, the excitement of, uh, of uh, being able to, uh, you know, have a massage. Yes, it's, it's interesting, Donna. I remember when uh, back in, in the early days when I did a lot more massage myself um, in the business, I remember being in corridors and people would be at the lifts and 
they would just be I just would hear a conversation they wouldn't see me walking next to them and I would come up behind them and and I would hear them discussing their massage for the day and how excited they were about it you know they would just talk, that was a just topic of discussion as they were going into the lift was oh have you got your massage today and just the, just that conversation lifted their energy alone so yeah we're, we're the opposite to the accountant Donna people actually quite look forward to seeing us <laughs> <laughs> fantastic all right so so that brings us on to number two, decrease stress. Uh, let's explore that one a bit further, Donna. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, I'm sh- I'm sh- as you're aware, Donna, with, um, in the area of HR that, you know, stress is a major reason for absenteeism and I think that these days there's quite a lot of information to support that. Um, so there has been, once again, a couple of uh, surveys done. There's, there is a little bit of conflict around how they measure and how stress is tested and measured, whether it's um, via saliva tests or there's there's other methods um, that are more related to blood tests and things like that. But so there's there's a survey done by the research by the Touch Research Institute in Miami, which indicates that staff who received a 15 minute massage twice a week did report a reduction of the stress hormones in the blood. So that was. Um, a test that was done through blood testing and there's, there's different ways to test it but not only that just just that that clarity when someone as i said before when someone stands up and they have released through the, they can move their neck and shoulders in a way that they couldn't do when that when they came into the massage um that in itself decreases the level of stress in the body do you find that the time of day people are massaged can impact as well on on their stress levels and productivity like towards the end of the day it's just a a bigger burst or is it much of a muchness um there probably is a bigger burst in the afternoon um definitely because people have been sort of sitting generally for longer periods of time they've been at work you know for four or five hours already but having said that the the actual benefits of the massage you'll get regardless of what time of day you have it so some we find some organizations are so busy in the afternoon that meetings take place and things come up that they didn't have scheduled in the morning Mm -hmm. so the mornings can be a better time for organizations because there's not as much um activity yeah, exactly. The staff are more able to come away from their desk. I know I read um, Medibank Private did a, a report a couple of years ago on workplace stress. They said that, you know, obviously stress was a ma- major cause of uh, of absenteeism, but they also talked about presenteeism, you know, this, the people that turn up to work, but uh, they're not really mentally there. They're disconnected because they're, they're stressed or um, frustrated, etc. And I, I guess it's... It's almost like a pressure valve and, and something like, um, you know, offering massage in the workplace, I'm imagining, could just be uh, some sort of um, almost like respite care, I guess, uh, within the corporate workplace. That's correct. It's a bit like it's a bit like an oasis. It's like receiving and going out to the oasis in the middle of the day. It's like, okay, I'm going to break my day up and it's just it breaks up the day in a way that gives it a new lease of life and a, and a new burst of energy to be able to continue doing um the activities that people sort of need to keep doing for the remainder of the day, Donna. Probably the the closest thing any of us will get to having a day spa in our office, unless, of course, your business exactly. is actually a day spa. So that exactly. will make things a little different. But it's it's also just the the not only does massage work on on the muscles that move because muscles move bones and 
it's it's, like, it's a bit like a computer donor because what happens is our bodies are like hard drives if we keep putting information into that body and keep doing the same things over and over again and this is relates to age as well you know what i mean our bodies start to get tired and things we, we have a lot of stuff stored in our body so we have to every now and again we, it's a bit like our computers we have to sort of put it in into the trash bin the bits we don't use you know what i mean we have to sort of take the take it out to create more space for more things to come in and the body's the same so we need to sort of, yeah, massage is a fabulous way to take a layer off of, of stress and, and um, activity in our life, out of our bodies and put it aside to create sort of a lightness to, for something else to happen. So you mentioned something there that I just want to pick up on, and that's age. Do you, do you tend to find that stress and, and so forth um, it, it is the sort of thing that, you know, the older you are, the longer you hold on to it? Or is there, um, is there differences between, you know, the younger generation in the workforce as opposed to the older as far as stress levels and the relief that, that massage provides? Um, it's an interesting question, Donna, and it, it's, I guess, it's it's quite easy to identify people who have been, for example, sitting at desks for, you know, 30 years plus. Yep. Like, it's a very different experience to massage those people than it is to massage people who are, you know, out in the workforce in the first two to three years, definitely. But this is where the education comes as important because those people starting out quite often start out with bad habits and quite often if we can educate them so that they don't create the bad habits, they're not going to... They're not going to experience the levels of um, tension and stress that other that our generate or you know the older generations that are ha- not our generations but you know like sort of people who've been in the workforce for thirty years have experienced um, by not being aware of, of ergonomics and, and things like that. Okay, well we'll explore that a little further down the track. Okay, we've covered some interesting information so far um, and, you know, it's just, just surprising such a topic, you know, obviously, well, clearly I, I know I've experienced the benefits of, of massage but um, but certainly the statistics show that, um, you know, this sort of thing in a corporate environment can, can do lots of things. And number three that you mentioned was reduce the number of sick days and, and I know that in large organisations um, absenteeism's a, a, you know, a big issue. I, I'm guessing, like you said before, people look forward to seeing you come in. And in fact, if they were sick, they'd probably drag themselves in off the sick bed to <laughs> to come and see you. So, tell me a bit more about reducing the number of sick days. Right. Well, I, th- I think you're, you're quite right when you say that people will actually drag themselves in on a massage day, Donna. <laughs> uh, it's, it is. It's actually a proven fact that people will, if it's a massage day and they're feeling a little bit lethargic and not not totally ill but you know there's something happening you know they're not 100 percent. people will actually bring themselves to work wow. so it's because they see it as something that the organization is giving them giving them mm-hmm. they see it as, as a as something that they're receiving from the organization and that that's something that they value wow that's so, interesting yeah so that's one of the reasons that it's such an effective tool for absenteeism especially on a monday and not so much on a, I mean, it still works very well on a Friday, obviously, but Mondays is a great day to have a massage program. <laughs> it encourages people to get in. Exactly. Uh, what about, you know, my, speaking of days, I, I was wondering if, you know, the traditional what they call hump day or midday of the week yes. is popular as well. Definitely. Uh, Wednesdays are also very popular. Probably the only day that's not really um, popular but a day with large organisations that we would work would be a Tuesday. But generally Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays definitely are sort of the, tar- the more targeted days, shall we say. Right, okay. And, and you know, you, we mentioned about reducing the number of sick days. Is there any statistics around the cost of absenteeism to business? 
Well, there was a survey done by Mercer in 2010 and that revealed that on average the cost of absentee is about 35% of base payroll. So it's a really big cost for organisations. And and that's the beauty, I think, of Massage Donna is that it's it sort of has so many benefits. It yeah. sort of reaches out into so many areas. It's something very simple and I think that's unfortunately what happens with, it, with because it is simple is it can be undervalued because of its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of what it does and what it provides, it it it, it covers a, a whole really broad gamut. I, I think of issues that um, relate specifically to workplaces and yeah, and what we're talking about today. So number four was reduce the risk of strain and sprain injuries. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, um, quite often what happens, Donna, with people who are sitting um, at workstations for a long period of times and working a mouse, for example, they might be doing data entry, anything that's repetitive, um, where you're doing the repetitive motion of, of the same muscle group being used all the time. Um, so what, what massage does is it reduces the risk of the strain of the overuse of the muscle because once the muscle is overused, it, it weakens, okay, and, and it's susceptible more to the risk of strain um, and sprain injuries. So by, by doing the massage, it's tailored to target the muscle groups that are constantly being used. So say, for example, if we're working with a group of people who may be in the warehouse, warehouse staff, where they're doing a lot of lifting and those sorts of activities, the massage that we would do provide to them would be quite different to the massage that we provide for people who are more in the office sitting at workstations. So that's really an interesting point because traditionally and, and uh, you know, obviously very narrow-minded, I've, I've, been, I've been thinking about, uh, you know, people in more of an admin role. So what you're saying is you also do it for people who might be out on factory floors, etc. And I imagine it would have even greater benefits for those people or is it, is it similar or what, what do you sort of see in, in that regard? It's the benefits... Are similar, it's just, but we're just looking at the body in a different way. So that what we do is we we sort of determine what what activities someone is doing. What what are the activities that the person is doing on a day to day basis? And then we look at okay, so which muscles are used in that process, and how can we best provide either the the way that those muscles will move more effectively, so that the risk of reducing the strain and sprain because they're they're working in the the way they're meant to work in the correct manner. Um, then that will reduce the risk of, of strain and sprain. So is there a proportional sort of split between those type of people that would be in an office environment as opposed to, to warehouse sort of stuff? So um, like as far as organisations that you work with are, are concerned, do you tend to find that organisations play to place a greater emphasis on providing this type of service for, um, you know, office-based staff or uh, warehouse, you know, uh, people that are on their feet sort of staff or, or is it really... Um, quite broad and it, it really doesn't matter in terms of our client base it's really quite broad but i would say that predominantly predominantly we're dealing with professional based organizations mm-hmm. but we definitely do work with some um, organizations where we're working directly with the warehouse staff and we've been contracted like we've worked with Qantas in the past as well 
Right. Okay. Well, that yeah. you know that that's really interesting, and like I said, uh, it opens up your mind to the fact that traditionally it might be the sort of thing that um, you know it's just starting to take shape and and I guess to gain momentum in a corporate environment. Uh, but certainly, um, it, it's worth exploring if you've got a team of people who are you know on their feet uh, all day in a in a warehouse or picking stock or uh, anything along those lines where they they're using any sort of muscle, I guess. That's right. That's correct. And I mean, also, um, like checkout operators, people who are working, you know, at our at our big supermarkets. I mean, they are prime candidates because they are repetitively doing the same thing all day. Oh yeah, and I guess too, um, you know, with this sort of stuff, one of the key things for those sort of people and and any sort of office bound or work, um, you know repetitive worker is the RSI sort of scenario and anything that you can do to avoid those sort of things I guess that also impacts on you know your your likelihood of having um, claims with work cover absolutely it definitely reduces reduces the cost of, of work cover there's, there's no question so it's preventative Donna it's it's, it's how yeah. we look at uh, some people, and that's one of the questions we, we tend to ask um, clients when we first go into an organisation, we would ask the purpose for them wanting to set up the massage program. Is it to uh, address um, OH&S issues? Um, is it to reward staff? I mean, and that helps us to determine what type of massage we're going to be providing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's a really great point that, you know, if you are going to implement something like this, that, you know, you, you don't even necessarily need to be clear. You might want all of those sorts of that's things. Right. But, but like you said, if you can have an understanding as you're going in as to what the expectation and the framework around how it's been, and I use the quotation fingers, how it's been advertised uh, to start. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. You know, ideally, uh, you know, if it can come under all three of those umbrellas, then it makes it very attractive, doesn't it? Definitely, Donna. Yes, absolutely. So the final way, the fifth way that um, it it helps is by providing val or you help is by providing valuable education with ergonomics. Let's let's talk a little bit about that, Donna. What what we find, Donna, is quite often ergonomics is ergonomics is angles and degrees, really, of, of the way things are placed, and quite often people just don't have awareness of it, and and they're not aware of how our bodies work in relation to you know to how they function so part of what we do is a little bit of education like for example when we're working on someone's shoulders and we can feel what someone would call a knot in inverted commas yep. that's when the muscles are all bunched up they're not sitting in a smooth pattern so from that we because we're trained in the way that we are we understand which muscles are used to do whatever, whatever function this person's doing so by touching on a muscle group and then looking at the environment that the person's sitting at Quite often we can determine why the why this this um, muscle is so bunched up, and by putting pressure on the muscle and explaining that to the person, and just saying, look, if you just adjust this slightly, it might be bring the mouse in a little bit. Could be that the screen's too low. Quite often they're very simple changes that need to occur, mm -hmm. and and by because we're there and we can actually touch the muscle and they can actually feel it, yep, it encourages them to make change. It's a very powerful way. Of, of people making a change because they can really feel what's going on and it's not just somebody coming along and making an adjustment yep yep you know you're there you're feeling it they're feeling it you're explaining it and it just it gives yeah it just has impact and they feel the subsequent relief uh, as a result of the massage and and they want to maintain that because the the difference i guess is so instantaneous that's right and they can make and generally they'll make the changes right there and then because like like i said very simple can just be moving the telephone the mouse raising the screen and they'll straight away have instant relief and then combine with the massage and they'll make that change there and then 
and they don't necessarily understand the impact until they are in that environment and they uh, they do do that and and I guess like ev- everybody we tend to find we get busy doing things and we don't actually think about looking around our environment and just how how safe or how it's um helping us or hindering us um you know in in our body um you know the way we're sitting and where everything's placed so I know that my husband and and a few people that were have been listening to the series of CDs now will will know that my husband's had um, back surgery and uh, when he went to the surgeon they mentioned that uh, that the back surgery a bulging disc was the um, you know the workplace injury of the future because so many people have spent years and years and years sitting down uh, mm-hmm. in the desk are you are you starting to see a bit of that in in your with your therapists and their work yes not not for our therapists but certainly the clients that we're working on especially executives Donna it seems to be very specific with executives but I don't know why but they I know a number of executives that have had that surgery back mm-hmm. surgery um, yes and it is it is sitting for long amounts of time so the way to think about that is whatever we're doing a lot of we need to reverse it so if we're doing a lot of sitting, then we've got to reverse it with a lot of standing or a lot of stretching of the spine. Um, yeah, and massage is a great way to to where stretching is a really good way to elongate the muscle. So is massage. It is um, a lot of the massage you do when you go to organisations. Is it traditionally the seated massage that shoulder, maybe scalp, or it can be a combination? Like you could have a a room where you actually take people and you have a massage table, and it might be a back massage. And I'm assuming you know it's always through clothing. Mm-hmm. Basically, we tail- we have choices, Donna. So we do what's called a roaming service, which is where we go from desk to desk. Yep. And that that's a really good way to start with organisations that want to do a regular workplace massage program as part of their corporate health program mm-hmm. because it enables us to see the ergonomics. We can see very clearly what, what may be going on. And from there, we suggest it's a good idea to set up either with a massage chair or a table in a room because then people get the chance to come away from the desk and actually really switch off a little bit, which gives the mental... Yeah, exactly, and the mental capacity for them just to relax and come back rejuvenated and renewed and more able to think clearly. Um, yeah. Are you starting to see um, things like following on from the the back sort of issue? Are you starting to see in some organisations, um, you know, standing desks? Uh, I've seen stand. Yes, they have not in a lot, but yes, I've worked in call centres where the standing desks are definitely there. I like the idea of a bike donor myself. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. you know, like a little bike. Like, I don't see why we can't pedal and email. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's a good thought. There's a, there's a market in there for something, I'm sure. Um, do you find at all that there is any staff reluctance to participate? Like, I mean, I imagine within organisations, and and I'm clearly not one of these people. I love having a massage and love the the touch. But you know, there's often lots of people in organisations where you start to get into their personal space and they feel quite uncomfortable. So I'm I'm guessing most of these uh, corporate programs that you set up would be uh, the sort of scenario where um, staff would perhaps self-nominate for something like this or be invited to and, and that people don't necessarily have to participate? That's correct, Donna, yes. There's certainly no, uh, yes. Reluctance. Yes. People, some people don't like to be touched. That's yep. that's true. And quite often what we find is people may have reluctance at the beginning of a massage program, and this is where the program has more benefit than a one-off. Yep. Once they see their colleague who had a headache or experienced some sort of pain or something and come back, 
in a different way to when they left, and especially in such a short period of time, mm-hmm. quite often they will they will at least come and try it. And that's another thing that we suggest when we're starting out to do the roaming massage because it's it's a cost effective way of giving people a taste. Yep. Of what happens, yeah. So if someone does the the roaming, and I don't don't want to talk about costs, but let's just say um, uh, an organisation wanted you to come in and do some roaming, uh, how would you normally work that? Would you normally come in for a few hours? Because I imagine it's probably not cost effective either for the organisation as far as assessing whether it's something that might work and for your therapist to come in sort of for an hour and do some stuff, or, or am I wrong? No, generally, generally the roaming massage is we would do in call centre environments as well, either that or in small small workplaces that are wanting to start a corporate health program. But yes, generally it would be for a minimum of three hours. Really, it needs to be tailored with what the organisation's objectives may be. Donna, do you know what I mean? Some people are doing it for a reward. Some people are using massage as a reward. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as regularity is concerned, you know, what what, uh, what are you sort of experiencing with your clients? Are some clients doing it weekly? Are some clients doing it monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly? All of those, Donna, really. We cover the – we do all of um, – so, yes, some clients do do it weekly, some fortnightly, some monthly, some quarterly, um, some bi-monthly, yes, the whole gamut. Okay, yeah. and do you does your um, team service any particular states of, of Australia, or we're a national company, so we provide um, the massages nationally around Australia. Well, yeah, we've covered so much in the short space of time that we, we've had a conversation on the five reasons why massage should be part of your corporate wellness strategy. And I know at Prime Solutions, massage certainly is part of our corporate wellness strategy. Um, if, uh, if some of our listeners are interested in exploring the services offered by massage to you, how's the best way for them to get in contact with you, Donna? Probably via our website, Donna, which is um, massagetoyou.com.au. It's the number two and the letter U. Um, or by email, which is info at massagetoyou.com.au. Fantastic. All right, Donna, thanks so much from one Donna to another. Thanks so much for your time today and for your insights on the five reasons why massage should be a part of every organisation's wellness program. Thank you for joining us for this Expert Insights CD. For more information on Prime Solutions training and consulting in our services, visit our website, the three W's, Prime Solutions with an S at the end, .net.au. Until next time, this is Donna Hanson helping you work smarter and not harder with technology. Bye for now.